was no need for giving, as unto those endowed that have their living. Thank God, and farewell, and abundantly. Trentals deliver the souls of friends, said he, from penance, whether they be old or young, that is, when they are well and promptly sung, and do not keep some jolly priest and gay that will not sing above a mass a day. Deliver the souls, and that at once, he cried. Oh, it is hard when flesh-hooks tear the side, or in the flames the body burn or bake. Hasten, make speed, I bid you for Christ's sake. And when this friar his eloquence had spent, with qui compatre, on his way he went. When those at church had given him what they would, he would not tarry in the neighbourhood, but went with scrolls and staff, gown tucked up high. At every house he stopped to peer and pry, and beg for a meal and cheese, or else for corn. A staff his comrade carried, tipped with horn, and tablets fashioned all of ivory, and stylus polished smooth and handsomely, and always wrote the names down as he stood, of all who gave him any of their good, as if to pray for them. And he would cry, Give us a bushel of wheat, or malt, or rye, a god's cake, or a little piece of cheese. We cannot choose, let it be what ye please. God's halfpenny, or else for mass a penny, or let us have some brawn if ye have any. A strip of blanket give us then, good dame. See, my dear sister, here I write your name, bacon or beef, whatever thing ye find. A sturdy lout came following behind that served their convent's guests. He bore a sack, and what men gave them put it on his back, and hardly would this friar have left the door when he would stop, and with a knife he bore, shave off the names that he had written there. He served them all with tricks and empty air. "'Nay!' cried the friar. "'Stop, summoner, there thou liest!' "'Peace,' said our host, "'for Christ's sake, the all-highest, tell on thy tale, and spare it not at all.' Yea, as I thrive, this summoner said, I shall. The friar went from house to house, and came at last to one that had received him in the past better than any hundred in that town. He found the master ill and lying down, bedridden, low upon a couch he lay. Deus hic, cried he, Thomas, good friend, good day, so spoke this friar, and made his voice to soften. Thomas, God bring you health again. Full often here on this bench have I fared well, he said, with many a merry meal before me spread, and from the bench he drove away the cat. And then he laid his staff down, and his hat, and his bag too, and softly sat him down. His fellow had gone before him to the town, and the man, too, seeking the hostelry where it had been his plan that night to be. "'Oh, my dear master,' murmured this sick man, "'how have things gone with you since March began? I've not seen you these two weeks or more.' 
God knows, he said, that I have laboured sore for thy salvation more than any one's, praying for thee with precious orisons, and other friends, God bless them all, I pray. And in your church I preached at Mass today a sermon fashioned from my simple wit, and not entirely from holy writ, for that alone would leave you at a loss, and therefore will I teach you all the gloss. Glossaries are glorious. Gloss much repays us. Clerics have a saying, The letter slays us. So I have taught men to be charitable and spend their wealth where it is reasonable. Our dame was there. Where is she now, I wonder? Within the yard, I think she is, out yonder. She will be coming soon, this man replied. Amen.